This is 8 Minutes, a podcast helping you understand the energy and climate challenge in just a few minutes. I'm your host, Paul Schuster. Artificial intelligence has been gaining a lot of steam over the past year. Oh, versions of AI and machine learning have been around for a long time, but the explosion of ChatGPT onto the scene about a year ago suddenly made AI accessible, easy, and a little bit scary. But AI can be an amazing tool too, though. PwC estimates that the growth of AI may well add over $15 trillion to the global economy by 2030, which is more than the economy of China and India combined. And AI has a role to play in the energy transition too. Let's take today to understand a bit more about this emerging technology, where and how it's being used today, and maybe even discuss what role is left for us humans in an AI-driven world. Eight minutes. It's how long it takes the sun's race hit Earth, or about the amount of time Sam Altman, CEO of OpenAI, spent jobless after the company fired him, and then rehired him again after an employee upheaval. <laughs> Let's get it on. It's likely that you already have a perception of artificial intelligence. To some, this is a dangerous, civilization-threatening creation that, like Frankenstein before us, we hardly understand what we've unleashed onto the world. To others, AI is a powerful tool that enhances productivity and allows us to unleash opportunity that our human minds simply can't achieve. There's no denying that elements of AI can be a little scary. The impact that AI can have on social media, informational flow, ethical considerations, these are legitimate concerns. And also, not the focus of this podcast. Rather, I'm going to talk about how limited, bounded AI tools are helping with the energy transition and helping us to achieve our climate ambitions faster than we could have on our own. Let's start with some basic definitional parameters. Artificial intelligence is basically a way that computational methods can be used to process huge amounts of data. For instance, an AI system may look at trillions of pictures and be able to accurately analyze whether a person's eyes are open in a picture or not, and then maybe even adjust that picture so that the subject's eyes are open and that they're smiling. AI has come a long way in a relatively short amount of time. In 1996, IBM's Deep Blue beat Gary Kasparov in chess, highlighting the possibility of computational systems, and by 2011, IBM's Watson beat Ken Jennings and Brad Rutter on Jeopardy. Watson was an early form of AI, using a question-answering system to apply percentages to likely answers and then make educated guesses on which one was likely correct. Today's systems are far more sophisticated. Using natural language processing, large language models, and other tools, our current versions of AI are able to evaluate enormous reams of unstructured data and reveal patterns and impacts to a high degree of sophistication. And this is where AI excels compared to the human mind. Our brains are remarkable machines on their own, capable of inputting, assessing, and evaluating hundreds of billions of data inputs in seconds. It can parse smells from touch, from visual cues, revealing a world around us, and we're intuitively able to evaluate those data points to understand what is and is not important to us at that moment. For instance, a light bulb is flickering overhead, and I can process the change in light, that something is probably wrong, and that the bulb probably needs replacing in a millisecond. Now, imagine a machine that can do that across 
billions of light bulbs. Or let's get crazy and throw furnaces and HVAC systems in there, rooftop solar panels, or your water heater. And that AI system can sense a change in any of those individual systems. Evaluate quickly whether it's due to a weather change or power grid fluctuations or whether there are other reasons that may require a more deliberate maintenance visit. AI systems can simply process more data and with better accuracy than humans. And that makes them incredibly powerful. For instance, utilities are using drones to survey utility lines and overhead wires, combining infrared data with optical cameras to identify potential problem areas. The AI recognizes the patterns that indicate a potential problem and could survey thousands of miles of wires more than a human could with increased accuracy. No person is falling asleep looking at their 4,000th utility pole. In fact, fault detection and predictive maintenance, as I described in the two preceding examples, are great areas of where AI is having a tangible impact in improving the life of energy assets through pattern recognition and scale. The other area that AI is having a lot of impact in is in helping evaluate multivariate situations, where the number of variables being managed at any one time can be overwhelming for any one individual person. This is super important for our power grid, which, I mean, is complex enough already. But as we add solar panels, home batteries, intelligent thermostats, electric vehicles, and other distributed resources to the grid, the complexity of the power flow grows exponentially. Managing that complexity is where AI has a comparative advantage to the simplifying assumptions that we humans need to make in order to keep the grid operating. AI provides that intelligent coordination layer that is absolutely crucial to realizing the full value of those distributed resources. Or consider how AI can be used at a very individual level, supporting, say, a large commercial company in their building energy management, evaluating thousands of variables that include weather, occupancy, movement and activity, power pricing, emissions forecasts, all to optimize the building load in real time. These are examples of where AI excels, where there is a need to identify patterns or evaluate the impact of untold numbers of variables. But AI is not very good at a lot of other things. And this is where human participation is still so important. For instance, AI tools are trained on data sets. They're only as good as the data provided to them. They're not going to innovate or develop new ideas or see issues that have never happened before. Humans are far more capable of tasks that require creativity, empathy, or some form of emotional response. And humans provide that feedback layer and oversight to the AI output that helps to redirect and ensure that the systems don't add erroneous data to their informational stack. And this is where the future of AI and humans come together. An analysis from Accenture and Frontier Economics suggests that the combination of AI and humans together can increase productivity by 40%. Leaning into the areas where the computers are better, and consequently also where humans are better, enable us to do more faster. Which, when it comes to the urgency of the climate crisis and our need to transition to a cleaner, more distributed, more complex energy grid, the ability of AI to get us there quickly and safely is critical. I'm Paul Schuster, and this has been your 8 Minutes. Thank you.